Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for the Diener Show. Presented by OPC Pest Services on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Bill. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. Welcome back to the Diener Show here on ESPN 680, 105.7 and 93.9 The Ville. Mark Blank, Baker, Drew Diener. We're out here at the fitness market where if you are looking to get back into shape, fitness market has everything that you need to get started. So they have just dumbbell weights. They have weight machines. They have ellipticals. They have treadmills, you know, bikes. They have the sauna. And they, ha- they even have the Florida flooring and the mirrors and everything that you want to do to custom uh, create your own, uh, you know, in-home uh, fitness, uh, you know, room and they can do it for corporate they do it for uh, apartment buildings they do it for uh, people you know corporate buildings they do it for people's houses and they just have everything that you can think of you can get it start to finish here from the fitness market e-bikes they got everything over here yeah, pretty you gotta much out of pretty much, pretty much yeah, out of there's e-bikes. one right there one right there so okay oh, yeah with saunas baby you got yeah, saunas saunas, saunas yeah. start at 17.99 that you don't even need uh to ha- get uh GJ from Abtech to come in. That's right. I'm going to give him grief about about uh, the landing page we got to find. GJ with Abtech uh, Electrical. I got to call GJ. Yeah, right. I, I'm, call. I haven't seen him in a long time, so it'd be great to, to connect with him. Saw him yesterday. First time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll talk we'll talk to you. We'll get to Dan McDonald here uh, in just a little bit. But I just texted King of Clemson just to see what, what the general uh, – you know, oh, speak, like speak for the fan base. about it, yeah. Because I'm just thinking we're, – we're talking, I think, even more about this in the break with this new proposal that would put two automatic ACC teams in. But consul, uh, consolation – no, what's the word I'm looking for? The uh, – not cancellation, not consolation. The – what's the word of negotiation? A Consequently. No, mm-hmm. a um, we're giving something up. Uh, gosh, I don't know what word you're looking for. Well, well cons- it's not cons. This is getting old. This is on fifty-one. But you're <laughs> you're negotiating. We'll give you two teams in the ACC. Okay, but we get to have the concession. The, con- the concession. The concession you're trying to make for them is okay. But you, but we get the one, the two seat. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But I'm saying if you're Clemson. Okay, it comes down to this simple fact. Is it easier to be top two in the ACC than it is to be top three in the SEC? And that's a big hell yes. Yeah, no, you're right. Especially when you think about, like, whether it's Florida, Georgia, Bama, LSU, Oklahoma, Texas. Now, on the other hand, now there are large bids out there. Yeah. You know, for sure. But do you also, if you're Clemson, say, yeah, but what if we're ranked one or two in the country? Now, that's probably a different question five years ago when Deshaun Watson – 
and Trevor Lawrence are running around there, yeah. and there was no transfer portal. Well, it's for Florida State, too. I mean, Florida State's been one and two. Clemson's been one and two. But I, I think you'd also say to yourself, whew, are we going to be one and two in that league? Right. What if we got Alabama, Georgia, and, you know, pick whoever you want. Oklahoma on the schedule. Yeah. We're all in the top five. I, I don't know. I, I would think if I'm Florida State, if I'm Clemson, I'm looking around going, we'll be in a playoff every year against these chumps. That's what yeah. they're saying. Yeah, so you're you're right, and I think there's you know on and then you can look at it and say okay, if we're number one in the country and we don't get a buy, we're gonna play number fourteen. Yeah, you know we're gonna play the group of five team. You yeah. know, coming in, so you're point. gonna get the group of five. That's a good point. But you also do have to play. You know, you will have to show up and play. Players will get bumps and bruises, one last injury, game. Yeah. injuries. Uh, so there's an advantage to being. You know the the SEC and Big Ten teams with buys. You know, and I who think, was it last year? Was it Liberty or SMU? It was Liberty. Yeah, SMU got screwed. Yeah. So if it was Liberty against Alabama, or who right. was the one? Who was the one seed? Or Michigan? Can you imagine what Michigan oh, would God. do to them? They, yeah. They'd play their start. It'd be like a preseason NFL game. They'd play their starters for a quarter and go. All right, we're gonna. Yeah, they're and, gonna get up by four. And, five we'll, and we'll go on to be in the quarterfinals or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, but. You still have to go and travel. You still have to game plan. Yeah, they're coming to you, yeah. Yeah, oh, you're right. Yeah, because it's at home. You're right. I forgot about that in the first-round game, assuming that they still do that. I just don't think it's much of a concession if you're a team like most teams in, in the ACC that say, look, we're never going to be a top one or two. What do we care about that? Yeah. What I do care is about this league staying together and not having to just constantly look for this, and I think two bids does that. It really comes down to what Clemson and Florida State think. i got to think – the, the analysis goes like, well, yeah, we, we'll be in the playoff all the time. And, yeah, we get, if we were one or two in the country, but how often is that going to happen in a league that's just going to beat each other up? True. I mean. Yeah, like if you're going to be like in the SEC, you're going to be playing because of, of what they've brought in. Now, the Big Ten isn't the same conversation. They brought in USC, yes. They brought in UCLA. Oregon, yeah, Washington. That's pretty good. It's pretty good, but – the, Oregon and Washington are not annually. No, but there. they are. But they USC both, is. But the, all three of them have been in the playoff, right? Or is well, right it, now? I mean, if you go just by last year, those three or four of those teams are awesome. You yeah. know, so. But have uh, they it, in the you know sort history of the CFP have all was has USC been in um, the in playoff? The, yeah, I don't think. I don't think USC's been in the playoff unless I don't think they've so. done it one time. I yeah. don't believe they have. But you wouldn't say, boy, they can't get there. No, God, and, no. And it's so USC. You, you've got Oregon, who who has been there. You've got mm-hmm. Washington, who has been Just there in this, in this four, format. Yeah. And prior to that, right? Were they a couple of years ago? They were also in the semifinals. Um, I don't think they advanced. Right. right. But, okay, so those are coming into your league. Whew, you know, after, right. after, you know, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. Again, I just, I just think, like, if you're Clemson, Florida State, this seems like – Something that might keep you hanging around. It might keep you hanging around because all you have to do is finish one, two in the league. Now, I am curious to see how automatic qualifiers are determined. You know, like, is it the three highest best records in your league? Is it automatic go to Who the cares? Let them figure it out. They're getting three. Is it very? Well, does it you, vary? Do care. you do care as long as it doesn't affect you. Right. You know? Does it vary based on, uh, you know, who play? Like, like, I guess as the CFP rankings are going to determine right. it. Because we had we had this discussion in the ACC. There was a time well, you where would, you, you, would have, you would absolutely do it by the rankings because you'd want to keep it possible for an at-large team. Right. And so this is what our discussion that we had with Florida State last year, before the Jordan Travis injury and before where there looked like there could be a three-way tie between it was Louisville, North Carolina, and Florida State. Yeah. And Carolina and Florida State and Louisville, none of them played each other, so there wasn't going to be a tiebreaker. Right, right. And we discussed Louisville and North Carolina should play in the title game, and 
and keep Florida State clean yeah. so that they should go in. Okay. We had that discussion. I love that you had that discussion. And a minute ago, you were standing on moral ground of this isn't fair for everyone. <laughs> So, because uh, in application, because if this is the world that we're constructing, yeah, yes. if this is the world we're going to construct, well, which I disagree it's with, it's been constructed. It's unfair. Once it's been constructed, you leverage it to the hill. Yes. Once it's constructed, but if we're going to construct, we didn't something, create this system. I know. But now we're going to. But if we're going to do it this way, we're going to we're going to leverage it to the hill. I didn't create the loophole in which I could graduate from Transy without taking above a 100-level course. I don't know how you do But I found the loophole. I found someone to sign off it. They changed the rule after I left. You ain't getting my degree back. (laughs) 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 The only sports science and management major in the history of Transy. I passed the Kobayashi Maru. I mean, I did. They're going to come and revoke your degree. (laughs) I can try. Can you imagine that? Hey, uh, Hey, there were your rules at at that time. (laughs) All right, you punish people for doing things that were against the rules at that time that aren't against the rules now. Hey, not doing that. The NCA is coming down to redact your uh, your diploma. All right, we got um, we got to get to actual games instead of all this uh, off the field stuff. But uh, I'm sure he has talked about a lot as well. Um, as uh, we got Louisville baseball this weekend, today will be on 970, uh, and then tomorrow and uh, I think Sunday we'll have no because we got basketball conflict. So we'll have the game tomorrow. Uh, Friday Sunday will be uh, on 970. Dan McDonald with us here, ninth round the Ville, ESPN 680. And man, those new locker rooms look pretty cool. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, kind of a springboard to uh, facility improvements, and the guys were anxiously waiting. We, we kind of spent the past few months over at the football visiting uh, locker room. So it's kind of, you know, it's humbling. It's good for the guys to uh, be displaced and kind of go through the curveballs. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm so proud of a guy like Henry Davis, who we have great alumni, and I think, We've asked for their support and their help, and I, I think over these next 12 months we're going to see a big boom in um, not just, you don't have to be a big leaguer, uh, but just the people that grew up in our baseball family and and are doing great things in the community or maybe in the professional world. This is going to be a, a year long of, you know, former athletes and alumni stepping up. I mean, Jim Patterson's name is on the stadium and obviously, he started this whole whole thing and took this program to another level. He's a he's an alumni, former athlete, and I'm excited to see what what happens in the next year. Yeah, what is it? What does it do? Like, is it something? Is this a boon for um, re- recruiting the the morale of the current team? What's the what's the biggest plus of this? It is as as right nil has been a big factor, um, and it. it kind of the topic that everybody likes to talk about. Don't don't ever fool yourself on facilities. Like yeah. This athletic program wouldn't be where it's at if it weren't for the facilities that were built. And don't act like, well, if you just got NIL money, now you can get anybody you want. Yeah, you can, but you're also competing with people that have the great facilities and the NIL money. So you're not getting them <laughs> just because of one factor. So you cannot, I mean... I've been strong with this. You cannot let facilities take a back seat. We just got kind of caught. We just got caught in a bad window there. Um, and so we're playing a little bit of catch up. But, hey, man, we're, we're moving in the right direction. We, we've got a brand-new training room we're going to unveil in a couple weeks. It's connected to the locker room. we got a brand-new weight room on the other side of our basement that we're going to unveil this summer when we get our new equipment in there. We've already got the flooring in there. We're working out in there. So, it's exciting because, you know, we preach player development. 
And, yes, you need everything right now to get these great players to continue to come. But our track record, our number of big leaguers in the last <laughs> decade, the success we're having between the lines, we're graduating kids. It's like, man, this is uh, it's exciting. But for me, it was Henry Davis who said, hey, coach, I want to make a donation. I want to help build a new locker room. And that kind of came from they saw the Flaker family pro locker room. So they saw this really cool, updated version where the pro guys, when they come back to Louisville, they would get a chance to work out and store their stuff. And Henry Davis goes, hey, coach, man, we, we I think we need to do that for the players. And so I was like, well, Henry, we got a lot of projects we need to do and this and that. And he was adamant. He's like, coach, I, I want to. I want to make a donation. So I'm not gonna not gonna argue with you if you want to give us money for this locker room. But like anything else, the project costs probably a whole lot more than we initially thought. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but sure. like I said, I'm just I'm just appreciative that that we stepped up and we've got momentum. And now, just like anything else, man, you, we got to keep this momentum going. So the answer to the question is which more important facilities or NIL? The answer to that question is yes, <laughs> both. Both, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it's it's both. Like, don't fool ourselves. We we got the nicest basketball arena in the country. We have a beautiful football stadium. I, and I promise you, every coach would say, I need this, that, and the other. I mean, that's just what we're supposed to do as coaches. I mean, you if you sat down every head coach at the University of Louisville, I don't think anyone's going to look at you and go, yeah, we're good. I think we got it all. That's just not the way we're, we're wired. And I don't think you would want coaches wired like that i think you have to have vision you have to be on the cutting edge and you as we've seen you have to be able to adapt and so um the nil has been huge and it's it's a main player but there's you you still need a combination of everything and um and that's exciting for me because you know like i said i think we're we're moving in the right direction in all those areas um as we transition in our facility with up improvements Eventually, we're going to get back out to whether that's left field and that indoor facility where Kroger stepped up and, and we still have their lead gift, or we go to right field where we have the hack shack and we maybe knock that down and just build a new one about two and a half times the size of that. So we, we, we've definitely got some things cooking here. Dan McDonald with us here, ninth round the Ville, ESPN 680. I just think it's so interesting that, like, you, you built a career here with pre-NIL rules and transfer portal of a philosophy. North got a lot of good players that were undervalued, got a lot of draft picks out of it, spent time on the road. I mean, is it now? Does that stuff even matter as much anymore as, hey, how much do you have for me in NIL? I mean, can, can you make up a gap there, or is it like you have to be even at NIL and then your savvy as a recruiter takes over? No, I mean, I, it, you know, baseball has always been uh, because we haven't been a full scholarship sport. So I think we're kind of mm-hmm. used to that world of, hey, I'm getting 75% to go to school X, but this school is offering 50%. I really want to I want to be at the school that offers 50%. And I think in the NIL world, that that's just half. There's no way we can control that. Like, everybody's offering different dollar amounts. So for us, it's just list the reasons why you should come here. And I think as a family, you know, as a prospect, you know, what's more important to you, that, that dollar amount right now, or what, what, what could this do over the next, you know, 20, 30, 40 years. And we've got a lot to sell. I mean, we've got a great track record. So, um, I mean, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. And at the end of the day, you always say, man, I want kids that want to be here. Now you got to have a lot to offer kids, but you want kids that believe in what we're doing 
impressed with our track record and say, hey, like I keep saying, we're trying to win that first national championship. So, yeah, there's a lot of history. There's a lot of tradition um, that you have to uphold. But, man, you still got a chance to be a part of something special. And, and I think each team is kind of chasing that. Well, uh, talking about belief, you know, you just – it was kind of a tough out of the gate for you guys, and it, you know people were like, "Well, what's going on with little baseball?" And then you reeled off four in a row. Did you have to get the guys to believe in the process, or did you just have to get them to stick in and just say, "Hey, you guys, you know, just stay to the, stay to the plan"? I mean, what was what was the conversations there before you turned it around? Yeah, we lose two one-run games uh, in Florida. One of them were the visiting team, so you know you get you get walked off when they score that run in, in the ninth right. or tenth, and. You don't get a chance to hit again. Just unfortunate. But more about it, we had to get, honestly, some younger guys in the lineup. I mean, it was surprising to me that we needed to get Zion Rose. We needed to get Lucas Moore. Uh, Alex Alisea has jumped in with a with an injury to Dylan Hoy. Uh, Brandon Anderson, who you know arguably could be our best hitter, wasn't in the lineup. I mean, so we had a we had an older player that wasn't in the lineup. But man, when I inserted the couple of the freshmen it was just new energy new life and it was uh and sometimes i mean the older guys are they're, they're great kids and they're hard workers but well what they've been through sometimes you, you could want it too bad and and as much as i feel like i'm a football coach coaching baseball with my style <laughs> my motivation my energy it's baseball and, and you you can squeeze the bat too hard you can squeeze the baseball too hard you, you can try too hard it's just a it's a weird game where you have to be laser focused. You have to play with energy, but man, you can't be too hyped and you can't be too juiced and amped up. You can't force it. I mean, it's just a, there's that balance. And so I just think, you know, just getting out of the gate a little slow, trying too hard, uh, you know, of the eight games, you know, well, we lost four, we, we got, we got hammered and won. So, I mean, that I'm not, we can't make any excuses for that, but the other three, we're one-run losses, and we didn't do enough to win. So you just learn and grow and uh, got a lot of baseball to play. So we just want to keep getting better. Well, uh, today, 3 o'clock uh, start time, and then uh, this weekend on Saturday, Sunday, and then really the weather, weather really picks up uh, later in the weekend here. Uh, you got 1 o'clock games both days against uh, Youngstown State. So, uh, Coach, con- uh, congrats on the new locker room. Go ahead. Thank you. And, that, and that's exciting. We're, we got a three-week stretch here. So – these next two weekends are, are the last two free admission weekends. So, yeah, we got rain today, and we'll be dodging that. But even if we don't play today, tomorrow's beautiful. We're scheduled to play at 1. If we get rained out today, we'll play a doubleheader starting at noon. Free baseball. Sunday's at 1, 70 degrees. Free baseball. We've got food trucks out there now in that little turf pad. I've heard great things about that. Um, and then next weekend, we got Northwestern at home, Big Ten opponent. Free baseball. So the next two weekends, you, you got free baseball. Hopefully, we keep up the good weather, and then three weeks from now will be the uh, will be the first opening weekend of the ACC Network. I mean, the ACC with Virginia Tech. So hopefully, we keep this weather up and fans take advantage of it. All right, uh, appreciate it, coach. We'll talk soon. All right, thanks, guys. There you go, Dan McDonald, U uh, of baseball. I just, I just, I think that's interesting about the. He's right. But before. He had to negotiate salary, which was in the form of partial scholarships. Correct. You know, you know it's like you know, they're only eleven point seven for baseball that you need a solid twenty five to travel uh, on a weekend. So you can do that 
you know, math and trying to figure that out. Like, okay, we'll give you 70% here. We'll do that. Now it's like, I, I'm going to need the full ride and I'm going to need some NIL. On top. Need, yeah. And yeah. Pay for play money. <laughs> and, and they don't care how the full ride comes. You know, they, they just nope. need it paid. So if, like, if, have whoever you want, write the check. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can write Care some, Mickey Mouse you can write right, some, yeah. doesn't matter. And then I need 30K in my pocket. You know, yeah. they've been negotiating salary, quote unquote, in yeah. baseball for a long time because of the uh, the, the weird scholarship rules that they have. And so uh, that, that's a great point in NIL. And, and I actually think we've done a really great job. And he's totally right, though. Like, and I, of course he is. But and I noticed it too. Like, when does he start playing some of those younger players? Is like, oh, he's got oh, some stuff. So you're saying you and Dan McDonald are great baseball minds. One one of us is, <laughs> one of us is. I just happened to notice it, you know. Like and and, and, I, and you know, Detmers. Did like, you, did you call him? Like, hey, coach. I, like, did not call it's him. It's time to talk. I didn't text him. It's time to talk. No, God, no. Are you kidding me? He's one of the best baseball people I've ever met. I mean, you guys had the same thought at the same time, you know? No, he had it first. I happened to notice that what he noticed worked. And so (laughs) I was just giving him props. It was awesome. But, like, he does have some really incredible – like, Zion Rose hit a ball that I don't think has landed. Yeah. Like, that thing. I think it went 484. Yeah. That is huge. Like, like, the kids were running, like, into the parking lot to get the ball. No. It was wild. All right, we'll continue along here. Mike Lindsay's threatening to be here in the next five minutes. Oh, okay. Uh, Texture says, imagine that, a coach with a clear vision and plan. I think Dan's fantastic. Not only a great coach, but a great leader, in my opinion. He'd make a great athletic director. Texture says, um, <laughs> Mike was right earlier. Um, is eventually going to two leagues, one with Fox, one with ESPN, 16 teams in each. So stringing the ACC and Big 12 around is irrelevant. Okay, you can see that far in the future. We're trying to negotiate, what is this, like an eight-year deal? What, what is the CFP proposal uh, at this point? You know, it's six or eight. I yeah. can't remember exactly. Let's worry about the next eight years. Kick that can down the road. Right. And worry about impending doom in 2030, where you all could be hit by a meteor by then anyway. Yeah, there could be an asteroid or a comment or whatever. So, you never know. I asked King of Clemson just the following question. Oh, yes. I said, what do Clemson fans think of that new college football proposal that would give two automatic visit, uh, bids to the ACC? Would they rather try and be the top two in the ACC or they want to go to the SEC no matter what, where they'll have to be a top, uh, finish in the top three? So he hadn't seen it. He says, good question. Haven't seen the proposal, but I think it's easier to get in the top two in the ACC. Well, it's no question it's easier to get there. I, I just wonder if Clemson fans are just hell-bent on we want to be in, in the, the SEC, SEC because yeah. of money. And, and, and part of this equation, too, like, isn't just – the playoff, because I think it's clear getting in the top two is easier in the ACC than in the top three of the SEC. I think that's clear. Yeah. But if you can start paying players out of the out of the the pool of money, like of the Clemson money, directly from the athletic department, which might be happening. Let, let me go back to be selfish again, though. Yeah. I'm the fan. I'm selfish. I don't care how we get to the playoff. If the players get a little less money and we're in the playoff and have a chance. I want to go to the playoffs. But do your players, the players that you're getting, give you the best chance to win the playoff? I would think at Clemson you could get. Because I know how we feel in the NCAA tournament. It's fine if you're in the NCAA tournament. It's great. We but win. but yeah. we want to win it. We want to get the second weekend. We want to get to the final right. four. We want to, you know, we want to have a chance to think that we are one of the best teams in the country. We're going to bring home the hardware. But it's a way more open playoff. 
than than this. Yeah, and and you know NIL is not going away. No. Like like and I don't think they're going to struggle for NIL in Clemson. No, well they shouldn't be. I mean they it, they won't. Can you be. imagine if you they moved Dabo Sweeney out of there and got like Lane Kiffin? How crazy the money would flow at Clemson. Yeah, I'm sure it's crossed their mind. Yeah, if they have another year. If Tyler from uh, wherever has to call in, where, where Spartanburg? Spartanburg. Tyler from Spartanburg has to get, lose after give that? the business. I, Maybe one, if maybe not. I have to look that up. All right, we'll continue along here. Two six seven nine six eight. We are over here uh, at Fitness Market uh, again, where you can get your re- uh, treadmill, elliptical rower, whatever the case may be. I've got it for you uh, over here uh, at uh, at Fitness at Fitness Market. So again, the um, the spin bikes seven ninety nine right now. They'd be twenty two hundred bucks uh, if they were were brand new. Uh, hey, Carlin Roofing. You know, you know, you you've had them out at your home. We've got. Yeah. I had my house yesterday. Um, and, and plenty of people getting storm damage. You had some storm damage. I had storm damage. Yeah, they said there are uh, divots everywhere. Oh, boy. So <laughs> you know what that means? New roof for New you. New roof for me. It's right. Over at Carlin Roofing and Sheet Metal, 458-9898. Online, carlinroofs.com. Uh, they replaced my roof a few years ago. They can uh, help you with just a few shingles or an entire roof replacement. It's Carlin Roofing and Sheet Metal. And tell me just talking about them here in the Dino Show. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Live from the Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Phil. Now, here's Drew Diener, Mark Blankenbaker, and Mike Lindsay, also known as Crumb's Revenge. You're right. The, the body's response to this song is stress. It is. It, it's the tension of we've worked all year for this in the tournament. And this is the game you've been waiting on right here. And uh, welcome out to Albuquerque, New Mexico, where the 11 seed Louisville Cardinals controversial pick to get in take on uh, number the six seed, the Creighton Blue Jays, and their non-fouling coach, uh, Greg McDermott. And you're just going, it's far away. It's my team. This music, but then it also makes you mad because it won't freaking matter this year. It won't matter. It won't matter. It's normally a song of happiness. Yes. And I don't, I'm right now, I don't feel giddy. It gives me anxiety. Do you feel the tension? Does your mind go to you when, yeah, if we win this or go to the final four against Kentucky? I mean, like, Yeah. yeah. It gives me crazy anxiety when I hear it. I, I get something happens right. to me, or I'm like, I'm, almost like uh, I, I forgot to do an assignment at school, yeah. like yeah. something like that. Like I, I didn't study enough for a test, or I forgot to do some homework, and I'm like on the bus trying to. Like I have the same feeling. Yeah. Right. Like there's there's a result of this that's going to, get, it's going to break your heart. Yeah. You know, or or going to you know let you have be very uh, emotional one way or the other. I'm gonna have to live with the repercussions yeah. of this of this music. 
Or you'd have to endure a live read by Mike Lindsay sexually harassing you. <laughs> I'm turning hey. you into HR. Uh, yeah. Not exactly. Yeah. Well, most, some. You threatened it. It was. It's a shot across the was, bow. It was pantomimed. It was pantomimed. Pantomiming oh. is well, an HR violation, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. We're, Depends we're, on what you do. <laughs> you can't do that, sir. Uh, so, um, yeah, um, welcome in. Well, you, yeah. you, uh, you've got a Raven shirt on that we all complimented. So yeah. Very, um, very jealous of it. Yeah. Yes. I uh, yeah. I don't have any Ravens thing about today other than I just needed no. a sweatshirt and I like yeah. it. Well, you're over here at Fitness Market where every time we come here, it seems like you're adding something to your And home. I will today. Yes. What are we adding today? Uh, just some heavier dumbbells. Heavier so, dumbbells. Yeah, so, so I'm bringing you two guys to my house. These aren't the dumbbells <laughs> yeah. you're looking for. Yeah. Come on, you bunch of dumbbells. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to Sarah. Yeah. Were okay. you jealous of Drew at all when he was up in Indianapolis with Rick Pitino watching uh, St. John's and Bellarmine? Were you jealous? And that was way? awesome. Yeah, yeah you know, it was I, awesome. I, I mean, you know, because because you know, I I kind of texted during the show the other day. It's like you know, Kevin, you know, Kelvin Sampson and. You know, we don't talk about some of these coaches at all. And then Mark's like, well, yeah, but he's – how old is he? 68. He'll okay. be 69 when yeah. he's coaching three years game. older or something. Right, yeah, and yeah, I'd yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. okay, yeah, that's true, but if Patino would come back – Yeah, <laughs> he's not. Yeah, we, we would have no problem with his age. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You know, so um, – but but the other thing is, yeah, we, we want to win. We want to win. So it, it was great to see. He does – he does have a little twinkle in his eye when he sees folks from Louisville. I mean, all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's the stuff that went down was terrible, and we're still kind of suffering from it. That's the 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 bad part. But he's been cleared of all wrongdoing. So let's yeah, do exonerated this. by the NCAA. So yeah. let's do this. It's not his fault when they play a matchup uh, zone where no one who's in a six feet, uh, oh you know, gosh. diameter right Why in the middle of bring it. That up? Yeah, radius right in the middle of it. Yeah. That was all. That, is that the worst zone you've ever seen? Or did you even watch? Did you even watch it? No. I think you're past it. I think no. you're past it. Like I don't a lot enjoy of, watching Neither it. of us watched it because I was up watching I don't enjoy Coach watching the plan. it. I, and I don't even know what to say about it anymore. So, And I don't want to say negative. So my tweet after the game was, for those who thought Louisville was going to lose by 30, you were dead wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I, like, this is the thing. I watched it 26. live. <laughs> and, like, last night I had some time alone. Yeah. Right? And oh. I was, and I was mm. like, I'm going to go – I'm going to go to the Louisville Duke game, and I want to I want to highlight this zone. And I started to pull it up, and I was like, going to scrape the video and all that stuff. Yeah. And I was like, No, I'm not like doing it. it. I'm not. Like it. I'm not going to spend my time going through this awful zone because yeah. no. Lieberman and Ed worry, talked about everyone it, so. else was doing it for you. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was no shortage of uh, telestrators, uh, people's well, uh, personal. So here's the most disappointing thing. If we want to rewind it all the way back to the beginning of the season about the zone. Is Mike Woodson tricked me? No. I didn't know. And of all the things, the quotes that he has said, that one gets overplayed because it was the way when he said it, he was totally joking. It was totally he out was of context. Totally joking. And it was totally yes. out of context. But because he has but, said the other things he has said, people go, he probably said it that way. Maybe so. Which he didn't. But so, yeah. so you would think by Duke, our zone's money. Yeah, right. Now, Nobody's tricking you. Season, in, in, uh, now when we do the zone, we really know what we're doing. We've got it going. Yeah. It looks like so, we've never played zone before. <laughs> well, anyway. Like at, any level, any, I don't, at any level. Again, yeah. I don't want to be negative and I don't want to be mean to Kenny because I love Kenny for what he's done for the program. I think he's a wonderful person. What about the mean I, things I, he's done to you with these crappy two seasons? <laughs> I don't think – I don't. well, but you don't know unless you do it, like unless you try it. I mean, sometimes you get your coaches and you have high hopes. Craig Thorpe did not work out. He had the pedigree what seemed like was going to be a good coach. 
uh, Kenny could recruit, no, right? I don't. We, I don't we fault hoped. the logic. Yeah, I've got two years of results ago. Some people aren't head coaches because when I hear him talk on a coach's show and he is going what you know a player should do in a given scenario, he can in his mind go, if this guy does this, come do this, and make this. That, that he knows because he was a great player, and I think he instinctively did those things. I don't think he can communicate those things to the players, which is why most good players don't make great coaches because they do it because it comes naturally as a player. But to have to explain and emphasize because he always says we told him about that. Lieberman says this all the time. It's not about what you teach, it's about what you emphasize. And yeah. did you understand, did they understand what you were trying to say? Because you know it. Right. And he knows it, you know, six, seven, you know, variables down the road. But that, if they knew that, then they would be yeah. NBA players yeah. too. Teaching, yeah, teaching is very specific, is a, is a skill. You know, like, you can't say, I told to, you guys that in class. Yeah. Okay, Ms. So and so, one do, time. Yeah. You, know. you do have to be able to. Say it in a way they understand. Say it concisely. They, you see them execute it. You make your adjustment. You, you talk about it some more. I mean, it's and not all the kids listen. You know, so it's about knowing each of the kids which ones need to hear it twice. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can't say it is it, a very hundred percent of them didn't hear the message. Yeah, possible. It's more likely yeah. that the message wasn't communicated in the yeah. proper way. If they're over and you're batting a thousand, yeah, that's what you're telling me. That's what you're telling yeah. me. Yeah. Justin Sephora has asked the question. He wants to know: uh, it, it, Do you like Kenny because of? Well, do you love Kenny because of what he's done to the program? <laughs> he also wants to know if you if you yeah. love Purvis Ellison. No, all right. So I I, I've talked about this. All right. So when Rick Bozich wrote what I described as a hit piece during Max' tenure, um, because he only asked Purvis and he let Purvis say a bunch of negative things, to Louisville, he got no comment from Louisville in his article. Mm-hmm. That's a hit piece. Right, you get to both sides of the opinion. Yeah. Of course, or, you wouldn't be able necessarily about recruiting get a comment, but you could get an unnamed source. Yes, yeah. I agree. So there was no there was no comment from Louisville about even even the relationship with Purvis. You know, because it turns out, you know, first of all, Mac did have a player from Purvis's from Purvis's tree playing for Louisville. Right, which was who? The point guard. I can't remember uh, his name. He's a he was a bowling ball of a point guard. He was he was pretty good. He wasn't great, but he was pretty good. Well, hang on, hang I can't on. remember his Wait, name. Hang on, hang on. No, he was a transfer. On. He was a transfer. Um, look, look I'm it up. Looking up roughly. Nora, Enoch, Glamour, Kim, no. Kimble? Kimble. I think Kimble. it was Kimble. Fresh Kimble played for Purvis. Uh, yeah, I think Fresh Kimble. I'll look that. Let's up. post the inquiry sign. Yeah, yeah. He one one of the players played for Purvis, and I think it was Fresh Kimble. Okay. Um, but he was a transfer. He wasn't transferred from Purvis. He played for Purvis, went somewhere, transferred to Louisville. He was at St. Joseph's. Right. He was from Philly. It's very possible. It's in that area. So, anyways, one of know. the things I was going to say is, yeah, okay, so it's not Campbell. like we right. did not per, we did not per, uh, okay. Purvis at, and Louisville didn't have at least a player from his tree come over here. And, and here he is saying also negative things about Louisville. Well, well, Fresh was was a good player and doing pretty well. Yeah, you know? anytime Purvis sells and says anything about Louisville, I just would never trust it again. Well, no, I almost want to get those. And so, see exactly. So therefore, when when Kenny comes and he can't buy it, literally buy, you know, and I help buy a player <laughs> from Purvis, then Purvis is Purvis is. I mean, I. I I enjoyed my time when Purvis was here and he won the championship. He, you know, he visited the one time when we shut down Freedom Hall. Yep. He hasn't really been around. He does not want to help Louisville. In fact, he has negative remarks in the paper. So it's like, okay, well, Purvis is just not on the home team. Like, he's not a part of what's going to make Louisville better. Now, Kenny, um, you know, he's he's trying. He's just not good at it. So I'm not going to be mad at him or be mean to Kenny because it, if if someone gave me a head coaching opportunity. 
and I had a sh- I had a run at it. Right. I mean, I would yeah, do the well, best that, I could, right? Now. And if I'm not good at it, then I just get fired. It doesn't mean I'm a bad person. Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm mean. It doesn't mean I'm trying to tank the program. It just means like it was too much for my level at that time. Like because Kenny was never a head coach, and then the the probably the one of the toughest parts was. Um, you know, Danny had been a head coach, so that helps a little. But I still felt like you need another really, really seasoned guy on the assistant coach. I mean, even Rick, who's in the Hall of Fame, would pull very seasoned friend head coaches to be on the bench. Pause. Right. I would like Blankenbaker's head to spin off its axis. Can I read to you from the uh, Book of Bosage? Oh, yes. the Book of Bosage. <laughs> the Book of Bosage. This is, this is from that Chris Mack article that he's referencing? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, because right. he says... From Purvis, middle article, because I've got two top five players in the country. I've got another kid in the top 20 and two others that should be in the top 50 by the end of summer. Here is one school Ellison told me has not called him. Louisville, his alma mater. They haven't called me about my guys. The list of guys begins with DJ Wagner and goes and lists some others. And he says, is Louisville called? Not DJ, Wagner said. Mackenzie Mbaco, uh, Bradshaw, and, mm-hmm. and, um, uh, and, and yeah, McKenzie Mako, Bradshaw are two of his best players. On Thursday, New Jersey Scholar competed and assistant coach Mike Pickies attended the event. But Ellison says he's yet to take a call from the card staff. <laughs> he thought it was, well, a lot of things. Don't you think it's strange, Ellison said? Strange is one word. Interesting is another. Ask Ellison if the lack of phone calls hurt his feelings. I don't know about that because I don't have a relationship there. If there was a relationship, then I'd know this wouldn't even be this situation. Wow. And, you know, that's part of the influence that was leveraged to get Purvis Ellison's roommate the job. Yes. And then all the players mentioned in that article, did any of them come here? Nope. No. How many visited? Any? Well, Purvis came, I think, to the DeJuan Lo- Wagner uh, never officially visited. DJ, DJ Wagner. Sorry. DJ Wagner never officially visited because he was in town that Memorial the Day tournament. weekend tournament, yeah. and it was an unofficial visit. Hang on, continue from the book of Bozich. You know something is wrong with the Butch Beard situation. You know there is stuff going on at Louisville. There's always been, since the Patino days, a disconnect with former players. That's never been addressed because it was never addressed. It's just kind of there. Yeah. So then we well, they addre- addressed it. And they hired addressed your roommate, and, and and then and then and then also hired the the grandfather of one of your your, your players, and it didn't matter. So Purvis Ellison's turned his back on the program. We can't do anything about that. Right. But Kenny Payne doesn't have the skill level. He didn't turn his back on the program necessarily. He's just not good enough. You don't think Kenny wants to be successful? Totally. Does, and and yeah. you don't think as fans we would want him to be successful? Oh, He'd be a awesome. lifer. It would right. be awesome. Let me close right. out the book of Bozich. Oh my gosh. Let me close out a dramatic reading from the book of Bozich from uh, two. 2021. Right. So we are the East Coast team, Ellison said, talking about his AAU squad. Next year, if we're going to have two kids who are going to be in the top five, do we, meaning Louisville, not have a major budget? They should be recruiting our kids. Yeah, but here's the thing. Now, now, if it's me. They did, and they were, and you did nothing. did nothing to help them. Zero. Aaron Bradshaw went to Kentucky on an official visit and then took an unofficial, you know, after that visit to Louisville, never officially visited. And he did nothing. 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 Zero. Zero. We got a (laughs) hand-me-down point guard who committed verbally and never signed. Yikes! That's and so yeah. So a lot of this, a lot of the people when they get mad at Rick, 
They go back because there's a history here of people like, you know, what are they doing? They need to do – if they had Kenny Payne, if they were more involved with the other players, they could get these kids from Purvis. The Camden connection could get re reestablished. No, it can't. Purvis Ellison doesn't care about us. He actually works against us. Give him a ring when Kentucky wins a national championship. I swear. Hang a banner in Rupp Arena. Purvis Ellison. Take ours down. I don't care. You can take it down from the Young Center. Ship it to Lexington. I'm done. I don't need any more. I don't need any. If you get a former player from and your feelings are hurt, screw you if you're not part of the future. If you want to be a part of the future, great. If you're not going to be a part of the future, ta-da, toodaloo, so Mac, move on. Mac responded that summer. I forgot this sound. This oh, is 2021. Yeah. From afar, I admired so many of you over the years. I hate recognizing individuals because oh, I'm going to leave Oh, this was from his opening out. press conference. Yeah. He I will recognize about one guy who I know is not here because I'd probably see him above the crowd. Man, what really started to turn me on when I was a kid about Louisville basketball was never nervous purpose. It's one of the first things out of right. Chris oh Mack's mouth God. after being well, named. <laughs> what else do you want to do? I mean, and, and Pekis is at the event. Yeah. What else do you need? Well, also, yeah. and, and don't forget, when Vince Tyre was here, him and Mac, the number one priority was we got to connect to, to these the, players because the, Rick, yeah. that was the probably the one strike you know, that Rick did not do a good job of was connecting with Denny's players, right? Denny's players. And so so Mac and Vince made that a huge priority and it showed. It was in the it, they were all coming to his it house. Showed at least visually. They yeah. were all coming to the the Freedom Hall. They're like, please come to the practices. Right. I want you all to be involved with the program. So so that Purvis article was after this full commitment mm-hmm. to the past players. So, again, in my opinion, a hit piece. And so Kenny gets hired, and I have no problem with that. I wish Kenny would work out because um, it would be a Brom situation. It would be a guy that would be here forever, and that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. And so if it's not working out, I'm not going to be mad at him because that, if, if, if I'm not good at something, I don't want someone to yell at me. You know, right. it's like, right. you dummy, you want to ride a bike? <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm sorry, I, I'm trying. You know, like, so I don't want to be mad at him, and I don't want to be mean to him because I know he wants this to work out. You, you, you know that he wants this to work out. Yeah. Just because he's someone's just not capable. He's just not, it's just not working out. So you, what you do capable. is you move on. I mean, it's yeah. like, it's, it's, it is every day, every business, every job. It doesn't matter if it's basketball. It could be making paper clips. It's yeah. just like if, if they're not doing what we need and to the level we want, you just move on. That's what you do. Now, and you're right. hitting on something that I think is, is how I felt for a while. Like my, a lot of my anger isn't directed to Kenny Payne specifically. It's, it's his staff. It's Purvis Ellison. It's a lot of the people that brought him in that are supposed to be helping him and right. aren't there. Like right. a lot of the support and like reasons why you would hire Kenny Payne, that the the evaporation of either perceived talent or support didn't exist when he got the job here. That's part of why. I, now Kenny also, you know, has done some things that you know he's not capable of, or, or you know, of having this job. But like you know. A lot of the McKenzie and Bakus and stuff like that, the Nolan Smith hype around players and you know wearing wrong stuff and not, and, and not leveraging NIL, all the all the things that went wrong. I think I'm I'm angry at them way more than I'm just disappointed in Kenny didn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah the, the the KP Mafia. It's the yeah. visceral attacks when you're saying I don't like four and twenty eight. That sucks. You're racist. You're out to get him. 
No, no. I don't like four and twenty-eight. Yeah. What are we talking about? In any about circumstance, here? I don't like four and twenty-eight. Right. Like I'm not even and watching. I'm not Louisville saying, basketball let me back for a second. Right not everybody said that. That was one of that was the ultimate clip in the holster. That was the bazooka. Yeah. They 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 would they would you know it was but it was a t- it was going well, on everything. offense yeah. when you are seen right before your eyes. Right. This is not good. Right. You right. know this isn't good. You can tell me about players' talent level. But you know this is a fan base that prides itself on being a smart fan base when yeah. it comes to basketball. And you could look out and say that is not an organized effort. Right. This isn't good. We've seen two Hall of Fame coaches. Did we get spoiled? Sure, fine. Everybody likes being spoiled with, with success. But yeah. in that process, you saw why. I don't think there was a day anybody took for granted Rick Pitino's ability to motivate players or Denny Crum's ability to draw up a play. I mean, there wasn't a day anybody had on their worst days. If you question them, you you know what you right. can put what, that they know what they're doing, and, and maybe it's just a group of players that maybe you're not connecting, or maybe they'll get it together. Because 2012, I thought they'd won their last game and they lost on senior night. Yeah, totally. But 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 the, the fans' intelligence of basketball was insulted, and it was like you don't know what you're talking about. You're not giving them a chance. You just wait. No, man, <laughs> we're not splitting the atom. We know the difference between good basketball coaches. And poor ones. And when people said, this guy's doing a bad job, oh, no, like, they start attacking you. Yes, like, exactly. And that is where the PR disaster behind the scenes blew up in all their – I mean, exploded in all their faces like a grenade. Yeah. No, I think you hit it on that big time. And I think some of it is the families of some of the assistant coaches directly went after our fans on Twitter directly. And, like, you know, you talk about random even, fans. I'm just talking about random fans. That's all I'm talking right. about. I'm but talking it, but about it, Joe Boo 6 at whatever. But it became personal to a well, lot of people. I will tell you this. Like, I get that. You know, yeah, if someone's I mean, I yelling at my yeah. mom saying she's terrible at this, terrible at that, you're going to be introduced to her son. <laughs> Even if her mom's yeah, wrong, so you're like, hey, that's, that's, my, I, that's I am, mine. So I understand family. Family protection. What I, what I, get I don't 100%. understand are the people that did not have that connection that tried to think we were all idiots for going, oh, yeah. This sucks. It's terrible. They had fouls to give, didn't use them. Don't tell me that's experience. That's, that's on the graphics on the NBA broadcast I mean, every night. We were hitting the panic button before they even, in the summer. Leanne. Like, well, the end rhymes. Yeah, but like you know, they don't have a strength and conditioning coach. They're, they're hiding who they're hiring. Assistant we coaches. didn't hold that. That wasn't later. I think we made that an issue. I don't think we made that an issue real time that summer. We made an issue. We made an issue with the players. We made an issue if you don't have a shooter. I remember that yeah. conversation. Amani Bates. We held out all these players. You know, passed us up. We're trying to get Amani Bates. You know, going to Eastern Michigan. We passed yeah. on him, and we, we could have played the port a lot harder. But we didn't. And then we hear, oh, but I have thought going into yeah, year one. It. I mean, going into year one, you got well, you got Brandon Huntley Hatfield right out of the gate, and I guess was that he, it? Uh, no, no, you got a couple of guys. So there, no, there. I remember thinking going into the year, okay, it was okay. They, Fabio got, silly. Yeah, yeah, but but you go maybe this guy or maybe that guy won't. But but I didn't go into year one yeah. before the first game. Was Laura on the first game? Before, it was. It was before Chaminade. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I didn't go into uh, the off after the offseason completed before they tip off against that game. I thought, well, they got something here. You know, they, yeah. they added a five-star. This guy, Huntley Hatfield, supposed to be the deal. And yeah. eh, we'll see. And then they play that first game. You're like, we lost to who? Without their two best players? Yeah, the, it was a Lenore Ryan, college, Leanne yeah. Rimes. Was well, it, uh, who coached it? Was it uh, Everett Sullivan, Everett Sullivan yeah. coached that team? So, yeah, yeah I mean, Where's I – she now? <laughs> Right, still so he's still there. I I don't think yeah, and I'm not even I don't have a problem with recruiting because I think he had a great class last. You know, I think he was kind of a little late starting because he was late hired, and and so 
I think that's going fine. And then everyone's like, well, what about this year? And it's like, I honestly think, pro- you know, if we don't know because he doesn't share a lot with the media. And that's part of the problem is you have to let people make up their own stories if you're not going to give them yeah. a story to talk about. But I do feel like probably he is earmarking whatever funds he has NIL-wise to a transfer, and that can't happen till later. So he probably, since we're 310th youngest team, is thinking, I just need a class of transfers. You know, so that's why we're, pro- you know, the problem is, is he doesn't tell us who, so we don't know what's going on. But that, yeah, that would where, be my where guess. Where would you have any faith to believe that there's, oh, they got a couple of big transfers waiting in the wing? I mean, my uh, guess really? would be that's where the money would be yeah, spent. I and mean, that's why we right don't have to, a big. They're right next to Aaron Bradshaw, Mackenzie Mbaku, you know, DJ Wagner, and, you know, everybody else well, that we've been promised. Well, I'm just saying, like, I think he recruited very well last year. Like, I, I love that class. Problem is, is we're just so young. And so, and then he's not a coach to make young guys better quick, clearly. So, you know, the offense. Defense uh, started looking pretty good. The defense never, ever happened in two years, and that's right. a problem. But I think this year, like to say he's not recruiting, it's, I'm assuming, I am assuming because we don't get the new shared, but I'm assuming he is like, we're really young, so I'm going to get transfers, and that's probably what's going to happen. The other thing is I, I heard well, well, I heard people – Which is not going to happen now because we've only got about another week of this stuff. Pro- probably maybe so. Maybe 10 days. But a lot of people were talking about Carter Knox, and maybe that was like – I mean, Nobody's chasing that stupid stick off the no, porch. No, 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 no. Okay. What, I'm saying right, is, right. what I'm saying is a lot of people are saying like he's trying to use that to leverage a job. I don't think so at all because when he got oh, first – I, oh, I, I remember all the news saying Carter Knox already then saying really love Kenny Payne, very close with him and his family. I I, I would absolutely consider sounds like Kenny the Wagners, Payne. but maybe so, maybe so, and maybe we would never get him. But I'm just saying that's not a news story. Like when he was hired, Carter, we already heard Carter oh, Knox. I see what stuff. you're saying. Yeah. You so know, so I, that's I, not new. You know, you Carter know, Knox always said that. he might commit if Kenny Payne was going to get a year yeah. three, but it wouldn't change the I outcome don't of the season. Well, yeah. we wouldn't, it wouldn't we wouldn't have a defense to. Right to do anything with him, you're not like going to. You're going to lose. Carter Knox doesn't sell tickets that a new coach does. No, not even in the ballpark. No, Carter Knox might average 17 points a game, or he might decide 20, in August I'm going to go to Australia. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, and then you, you can't know. do anything. Right, that was hard. And then you can't do anything. Trenton Flowers, who averaged like six points a game. Forget a Mike Woodson tricking him. Trenton Flowers tricked him. Yeah, that's took, that's the trick. Took nil, never even appeared. Yeah, they're going to be restructuring those NILs differently um, moving forward. I would have to imagine. Oh, yeah. You and I both know one of the guys that contributed oh, yeah. to that. Oh, yeah. That, that is going to change. All right, we'll continue along here. 267-9680. Text away that UPS Jobs text line, 437-9680. Uh, as we are over here at Fitness Market, where, again, you've got uh, the Kaiser Spin Bikes, uh, 2200 bucks new, seven ninety nine. Uh, to, uh, to you know, on the, these uh, refurbished ones, so you're going to save a whole bunch of money there. You've got an elliptical sale going on. I mean, going down, there's thousand dollars off here and more on some floor models. Uh, so it's great here at the uh, fitness market, and of course the saunas. Uh, that's the big thing, starting at seventeen ninety nine. Uh, get you that sauna in your home. Uh, reminder as well of our friends over at uh, RGB Red Green Blue. If you are uh, if you are talk to Kyle Brewer over there and you're like, well, I'd like to do this, this, this. Like, all right, have you thought about this? Oh, no, I hadn't. How about that? Uh, so whatever, anything from just hanging the TV. Maybe you want to have an outdoor setup. They can do that to building out an entire sports bar, which they've done in the past. So it's red, green, blue. RGB Home Theaters dot com. And I'm oh, he sent me a text this morning. The new the remote uh, control is it out? It's. Next week, I think we're going to oh, first glimpse of this. Okay. So looking forward to that. So I'll report back uh, after that. But it's RGB, red, green, blue, RGB, home theaters.com.